Hey, 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 Nicole, coming at you with another bonus round from Potapalooza. And I am here with Julie Little. And Julie, will you tell our audience a little bit about who are you and who you serve in your business? Yes, I'd be glad to. Nice to meet you, Nicole. Today is our first day to meet, so this is exciting for me. Um, I am Jewels of Wellbeing. So I am um, a solopreneur life coach just finished um, certifying as a life coach with Mind Valley. So I'll be on the Evercoach Mind Valley platform. And as of today, actually. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It, it's I started out as a health coach, so it's great to have the life coaching piece to it. Um, I consider myself a well-being coach. I am a life coach for women who are ready for change. And typically, um, so that's my three words, ready for change is the is the women. And um, it's really people who have poured their lives, their time, their love, their energy into taking care and pleasing everyone else for a long, long time. That's me. I'm time. guilty. I'm guilty. That's why oh. we're here today talking. I know the universe sent you to me. <laughs> yes. And so I say you can go from depleted to delighted. And uh, it's all, you know, it takes some work, but it can be done. Um, I work with women who maybe have lost touch with who they are and lost touch with the idea that they can even have a dream or have the dream that they once held. I work with women who have this sense of overwhelm or confusion or loss or lack of hope and really don't think that happiness and joy even apply to them. Right. Right. And I, right. I hear you. I concur. Hey, hey, sister, you are talking to me. And people that watch 360, the audience knows I am blunt and forward with my life and where I'm at. So I just um, did the great resignation with my uh, career of over 20 years in law enforcement wow. and security. Um, a resignation with uh, my ex <laughs> and a resignation probably with my family as well because I was the caretaker. So I was not, I was the black sheep of the family going into my relationships uh, uh, and supporting my family, took care of my family, always opened the door to my family and that sabotage. So I call myself sometimes the sabotage smasher because I have 30 plus years of sabotaging experience. So I hear that in the audience and I hear that with you saying, hey, it's time to change it. I didn't know uh, what that joy moment was, because people ask you, what's your joy? Well, I don't know. Do I ha have one? Am I allowed to have one? Right? Am I allowed to have a, a something mm -hmm. that's joyful and something positive? So dealing with a lot of that stress, depression, and all kinds of mental health issues in my family and dealing with that daily at work, I decided, hey, I am going to embrace my wisdom in my intuition, my psychic capabilities of where I started as a child, uh, crystals uh, with Marcel Vogel. I was introduced to them with him and that, and embracing all that. And where does that take me? So what do you do now with women like me and say, okay, you can reach your divinity and your joy portal and you can start this over, right? You can... Maybe for me, it wasn't even start. It's not even starting over. It's starting from the beginning. What do I do now? Yeah. Yeah. So I say it's your turn. And all this time, it hasn't been your turn. 
And so my program, I have a program called It's My Turn. And so we say, it's my turn. And so it's your turn to look at those things. And, you know, wherever our attention goes, that's where we grow. So that's what we do. We pay attention to, okay, Nicole and who she is and who she'd like to be and who she'd want to be. And that's what it's my turn is all about. Do you honor yourself? And if you don't honor yourself, you might even be able to see places where you do and places where you don't, then you start looking at those again. Maybe I can do something a little bit differently. I talk about little turtle steps. Turtle steps are just perfect. You don't have to jump across the you know, giant valley. You just have to take these little turtle steps and it starts to become a little more you. My clients say to me, oh my gosh, I feel more like myself than I ever have. I love it. And you help them find who they are if they have never have felt that, right? And the energy in you, and as I read your energy, thank you for being here. I love what you have because there's a dedication in your soul. There's a strength in your soul and a support, and you're in that me- mentor stage, not just by your credentials, but by who you decide to be and the energy that you resonate in. And it's a beautiful thing because we want people to understand part of our mission in the show is for people to go past that victimhood and not be stuck in that pain anymore and go past the survivor and get off the soapbox, put down the bullhorn and work with others to change, right? And not demand change, but change from within. And I love that because that's a self-leadership movement and to change from within, right? And it can be soft. You were saying, you know, the demand, but it can also, it can also be soft and gentle and feminine. And I love me and I want to do something for me. And this week, I'm only going to do one thing because I'm so darn busy, but it's going to be this one thing. I I do tell this story. I, I just published this book at the end of 2020. It's called Light on the Pond Scum. And it's exactly <laughs> what you just said. Like it. <laughs> It is about my light on the pond scum and it's that view of survival and just barely making it and chaos and change and getting the rug pulled out from under me in my life. It is a memoir. And then what do you do with it and where do you decide it's going to be different and how can that be different? Oh, wow. That, that gives us so many options, but there's that gentle kind of nudge. But sometimes we need that forthright truth in where we're at and where we're standing and somebody to say, hey, you can do this. You can have it. I got it. How did you get into this, Julia? How, how did you come to this point where you're like, damn it, these women need someone to show them the light? You know, because you're in that moment where you feel like pawn scum and there's no light shined on you. It's the, you know, there's, and if you move, when you say pond, and if you move like pond water, which goes nowhere and it's stagnant, how do you start to flow? It's like the runestone lagus in that female power, inner psychic power, and inner flow. How do we, how do we open that dam and say, hey, let's flow forward? How'd you get here? Well, I taught school for, in the public schools for 35 years. 
And I was a single mom. I adopted my daughter from China. That's part of the story. And so it was just full time, you know, 45 hours a week of work with a bunch of kids, a lot of times 175 kids a day. When you teach junior high, you get a lot. And I stood at the door probably more than once, but my child, I got her when she was one. So I was standing at the door and um, calling a friend and saying, my life doesn't work. Somebody, you know, if you could come and bring me a breakfast taco, I might make it to work, but my life doesn't work. And so after I said that a few times and, you know, my fussy little child was, you know, going to daycare or whatever, and she was two or three or four, I stopped and just kind of did something, Mm. you know, I went, I took myself on a, a mini retreat. Oh, wow. Like very soon after that. And I, my aunt took my daughter and I went to a resort and it was just like crazy, crazy. I couldn't afford, you know, five minutes there, but I stayed for two nights and I got the room service for the chocolate, you know, uh, the melted chocolate cake, you know? (laughs) And so I started piecing it together. And then I also have, it's perfect with you because I also have a spiritual practice that came pretty soon after that with the spiritual master Zen Buddhist teacher, Thich Nhat Hanh. So that gave me tools and that gives me tools that I share, which are really just, you know, they don't necessarily anything to do with religion, but they are mindfulness and meditation practices. And also the way of looking at impermanence and and all Mm. of that stuff, you know, and and suffering. And and so it gave me a lot of really good tools. I I had a five-year mentorship where I became ordained in the order Mm. of interbeing so that I am, you know, a, a follower and a leader in that tradition. So anyway, it, it just started working. I felt like, like my clients say, I felt like me again. That's awesome. That is awesome because you, you took that moment for you. And, and, and as healers, we don't really recognize those little moments we take for ourselves or we don't take them. And in that moment of recognizing that you're taking that moment for yourself and you're healing you and you're supporting yourself, you're the I am, you are supporting you, and now you can support others. And nobody's just sticking a straw on you like an energy vampire and sucking all that energy out. And you're just like, whoa, where did it go? You know, you, you just need to change your batteries. You need to reboot and taking that moment. And just that is, that is the perfect thing for later in life. And that's the step that you took. And that, you know, building that relationship with you builds the relationship with others. And, and that's what we need to hear. That's what people need to feel, the reality of it. You know, the, the reality of, of life and being here on this planet, not being way out here in the clouds and not being way down here on this earth plane, but being part and parcel and being able to have that cord and that connection. And I want to thank you so much for being here. Is there any uh, tips you want to leave with anybody? Because all your information will be included with this video. And I would love any, any, anything important that needs to be said before we go. Well, I wanted to say it's it's kind of that people don't realize it's like a cup 
and you're pouring water out of the cup, if you only pour the water out, and then the next day you pour out and you keep pouring out, what happens is there's nothing in the cup. And so people don't, a lot of women, especially in my view, they don't ever pour anything back into the cup. They just feel like it's okay to keep pouring out of the cup. And mm -hmm. if you think about it, it's kind of like breathing. What if you only breathed in and you never breathed out or the other way around? It doesn't work. You don't have anything yeah. in the cup. So you need to fill your own well. And that's what this is about. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for being here and uh, joining me in this conversation, Julie.